everyone and welcome back to the local podcast. You'll be delighted today um, if you're not a football fan because there's not going to be one ounce of football in this show whatsoever. I am joined by my co-host and arch nemesis Joseph Hartwinks. How are you doing, Joe? Uh, not, I didn't realize I was your arch nemesis. I'm very well, excited this. Oh, okay. I don't know how to respond to this. I feel very awkward. Well, you'll uh, need to stop my current plan that I've devised against you. It's um, a 45-step programme. Anyway. Okay, walk me, th- walk me through it then. That's when you need to walk me through it. All 45 Step steps. One. Get that PowerPoint out. Step one, I replace all your right shoes with left shoes. That's oh, step wow. one. That's step one. Okay, step, two, step two, I hack into your phone and message obscenity to all your family. That's not any different from I normally ask my family. So, <laughs> and then I've not worked out the, the other forty-three steps, but I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. How, how, how have you been, Joe? How's how's, uh, not, how's life been for you? Not bad. Just trying to look at a flat in Glasgow and slowly crying as all the shit options. Weirdly, the shitter the flats, the more expensive they get. I don't quite get how that <laughs> how that logic works. Um, um, they, it's rustic. It's a rustic vibe. That's what it is. It's a rustic. There's a flats in Merton City, which are like really, really nice, which are cheaper than flats in Townhead. I don't quite get how that works. And I'm not even. That's not me. That's not me joking, by the way. Like flats in Townhead, for some reason, are like more expensive than flats in Merton City. I think that's the student know. packs. You reckon? Well, yeah, because they know that students will gravitate towards that area because where Strathclyde is, and they'll go True. well. Rich mum and daddy, there you go, extra few hundred pound a month. <laughs> True, but I would also say that most flats don't have an HMO license, so legally motions can't move in, which is why my, to my flat, to my future flatmates are planning to be gay, um, so that we can actually get a flat, a decent flat. Nice. Because anybody isn't aware, an HMO license means that more than two people can live in that flat. That basically, you need to have a license for that. Unless um, you're in a relationship. Unless two people are in a relationship, then okay. you can get away with it. Yeah, that's that's how an HMO license works. That's how getting a flat in. So legally speaking, if you don't know people who are students who live in a flat of more than two, there's a good chance at least two of those people are legally gay. <laughs> well, they're like, they're rocking up to the fucking flat view and like holding hands. Yeah. To, to be fair, I, I think the letting agents and the landlords don't actually give a shit. Yeah. Like, like they, they know if they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, forbidden romances. Nice. One of our best segues yet. Um, the main political story over the past few months, uh, mostly been on hiatus, is uh, it pretty much dominated the news. It's been everywhere. Every. I mean, it's the one political story that even the kids know about because mm-hmm. it's so co-curlingly disgusting and it provoked this like visceral reaction of hate within me. And that is, of course, Tory MP, Matt Hancock, the guy in charge of dealing with COVID, um, was cheating on his wife, wasn't he, Joe? Yeah, yeah. And he was stupid enough to cheat on his wife right in front of a CCTV camera. It's like of all the places to cheat on your wife, it's probably like the worst place to do it, but I'm like literally in front of your wife. Yeah, 
yeah, even with that. But then again, doing it behind the back is worse, I'd say. No, if you're gonna do it behind the back, at least not do it. It's so easy to record it. Like, <laughs> at least don't do it in your fucking office. Like we know what this podcast really is. It's a it's a cheating on your wife advice podcast. And we're saying yeah. is if you're going if you want to do that, don't do it where our CCTV cameras are, you massive idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're the most pro cheating on your wife people there are. And yeah. We're just giving yeah, we offer you advice, Matt. Um which we're trying to bring we're trying to bring back. Do you remember the um Ashley Madison, the uh yeah. the, 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 the dating site specifically just for cheating people cheating on your wives, yeah, that that's what this is for. Yeah, we, we need to bring it back. We need to bring it back. Well, my girlfriend doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. She's not your wife. This is this specifically. It's great. It's great. We only specifically. If you cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend, wives. you're a piece of shit. But if you cheat on your wife or husband, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. Up. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> um, I don't know if I should say this now, I should say this for later, but I don't know about you, Graham, this to me reeked of the most, like, intentionally leaked by a government official oh, story yeah, I mean, ever. Like a million percent. <laughs> Who else would have the access to that footage other than people from like within the Tory party? They're clearly yeah, like they clearly know that everyone hates him slash thinks he's a massive like but massive idiot. So they're like, well, here's a smoking gun. About the most smoking gun you could physically get. Yeah, like, like this came like just after Dominic Cummings went on that like hundred tweet wrong, like Twitter rant where he leaked yeah. the Boris Johnson WhatsApp messages where he was calling Matt Hancock fucking useless or a fucking idiot or whatever it was, and then a couple of days yeah, hopeless, later, I believe it was, yeah, hopeless. Um, and then a couple of days later, that conveniently comes out, which to me just reeked of like the government trying to like get trying to find a better excuse. Trying to find an actual reason to sack him that wasn't just you're not very good at your job. Like it's well, kind of to kind of it's kind of, it's kind of like more high ground for forcing yeah. him to resign. Because most people nowadays don't just get sacked of being competent, especially if you're in government, you need to provoke a vis like a kind of emotional reaction. And that's kind of what happened here. And even then they couldn't sack him for having an affair. They sacked him for breaking COVID guidelines while doing it. Yeah. Because if you sack if you sack if you force him to resign for just for having an affair. Would only would half the government have to resign, probably, but specifically Boris Johnson would have to resign on that basis. The, the, the kind of crazy thing for me is, you know, Matt Hancock didn't get sacked because a hundred people, hundred thousand people died with COVID because of his inaction and incompetence, not because not not for any of those reasons, but instead because of some frivolous kind of personal thing that happened. Um, yeah. Not that it's like not a shame or whatever for his wife. Um, but it's the fact they got sacked for, for something like that over the actual crimes he committed. I mean, he literally committed, like, it was found in court that he illegally gave contracts to people that he knew. Well, it, including, like, this woman's husband. Yeah. No, 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 this was woman's brother. Brother, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah brother. Her, yeah. Hus- her husband owns Oliver Bonas. Yeah. It's hilarious to me. Um, But, yeah. Like, and also this woman... Cola Delangelo, I think her name was, I think her last name was, was also like one of the on the NHS board of directors, something like that. It's like she was very heavily involved in the NHS, basically just because it was who Matt Hancock was going out with. Like, yeah, well, for 15 days of consultant work, she got paid um 15,000 pounds. Jesus. 
Not bad, but I'll get that much money in a year. <laughs> yes. It's infinitely more than me who does not get paid for anything because I'm unemployed. Uh, yeah, just... What's funny to me is that this is probably the first human thing Matt Hancock has ever done. And this, this might, no, this might take, this might take might better explain, but like, this guy is mm-hmm. what, a career pop. But his, his entire life has been based on getting to politics, you would assume. This, yeah. this so therefore, he's based his entire career, like his life up to this up to that point, becoming health secretary, of what we do to help his career. He probably only got married because it would help his career. Let's be honest. Okay. Right, that's all his, all of his priorities were, and so him having an affair with women—that's because it's a kind of like actual emotional reaction and an emotional decision, and I, that that's the thing that fucks him. <laughs> is just the one glimpse of humanity is the thing that killed that yeah. killed his career. Yeah, because like yeah, obviously cheating is awful, but it's also like a human thing. It's a human yeah. mistake that you can make. Something is born out of some kind of passion or hatred or some kind of like really powerful emotion you have within yourself. It's not like some kind of robot, I want money type thing, you know. It's like, yeah, like there was no emotion when he when he made all those like awful decisions to like with no. COVID and the vaccines and no, all that. Though. That was all just like business stuff, like, <laughs> like that's just what is so funny to me is like just the one time he was human is what's doomed him. So you know, there's not going to be any actual other reactions to this. He posted that god awful, the like, awkward video of him resigning. Like just, just, just do a notes app. Just do a notes app screenshot, mate. We don't need to see you like, standing in front of a bush. Like there's no need for that. Putting your Snapchat um, story won't talk. Yeah, if you need me. And there. There was also like just the video that got released, which everybody was like mocking him for. We'll just... get onto that. We'll get onto that. Okay, sorry. I think before we do though, like we said, you know, we are we're we are here to help you, man. Um, so we're going to just give our best advice on how you successfully cheat on your wife. Maybe <laughs> gets that. So I'd say my first bit of advice would be don't be a prominent politician, because that yeah. would always come back to bite you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next time, uh, Matt, you plan on cheating on your wife, probably won't be your wife for much longer. Um, don't be a politician. Maybe I don't know. Try being a BMW salesman. You've got yeah. to see a bit of humanity as one of them. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the first bit of advice. Second bit of advice, maybe don't do it. I don't know. Under a fucking camera. <laughs> Yeah, like a CCTV camera. They're not hard to spot. Like, they're, they're pretty noticeable. <laughs> also, if there was a CCTV camera in that room, it probably wasn't very private either. No. Like Definitely there was... not. <laughs> Just massive fucking windows as well. Definitely, probably, I would assume. I thought it was a cupboard when I first saw it, but I was like, wait, no, that can't be right. Yeah, um, my final bit of advice... For, for, for Matt would be to you've got to play a lot cooler than that man uh, you just can't you, you just can't do it the way you have it's just made, made everyone think you're disgusting and weird and creepy and like a lizard more than you already are I mean the video is 
it's funny to me because obviously first spends first 10 seconds looking to see if anybody else is outside the room <laughs> and then he does the the tie flattening thing that i've only troy's but i've only ever seen troy's do it like that just like the the like the the full open hand all the way down yeah yeah, yeah that's I've never seen anybody else do that but from Tory, Tory politicians. Like, I remember I saw Michael Gove in Waterstones in Aberdeen, and he did it exactly like that as well. It's like it's like a, an alien just body snatched him, and the alien's trying to figure out how human bodies work. He's not got the full... He doesn't fully understand it yet. <laughs> and then, of course, yeah, I watched him actually pulling, which I stopped watching for 10 seconds because I was just <laughs> cringing in embarrassment. To be fair, I don't think anybody would look good getting caught on camera pulling but it's yeah yeah like, i mean you can imagine if there's a camera on you in a night out or something you'd be embarrassed but nothing to that like it was it skin crawlingly like disgusting yeah matt hancock he's just a weird 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 guy isn't he yeah uh i i've got no idea what he's gonna well you know what he's gonna do he's gonna become like the editor of some random right-wing newspaper that i've never actually heard of before yeah which is a standard like thing. Some yeah. random pretty people you've never heard of before, but somehow makes like millions of year in profit because it's funded by like some insane like one guy. Standard story. So look, um, we've talked about Hancock in this podcast before and um, when he pretended to cry on, uh, on Piers Morgan. No, was it Piers Morgan? This morning. He pretended to cry on this morning or one of those things. Piers Morgan had them bang to rights and he just like refused to acknowledge the conversation that was going on. Um we've all seen the pictures of him playing football as well. Like we've had we've all seen the, 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 the video of him, a photo of him standing right next to the women, like just oh, like yeah, no yeah. constant personal space. So weird. So weird. But that the craziest thing is is that Gina Coladangelo, um Coladangelo, however you say it, she was actually pining after him. Like she really wanted Matt Hancock because I don't because obviously her Pinterest was leaked. And she'd um she declared on her Pinterest profile the longer the wait, the sweeter the kiss. About Matt she said that about Matt Hancock. How fucking boring must her husband be for the prospect of Matt Hancock to be anywhere exciting? The guy's like, the guy's a successful businessman as well. And well, he's quite Ash, a handsome Ash, guy Ash, as well. Ash, another thing about it. A well-groomed owner of a women's and women's clothing and furniture company. He's gay. Wait, well. <laughs> I'm not going to speculate on that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm not, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not a member of the LGBT community. I'm, I don't think I'm capable of weighing in on these sort of things. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's gay. He's definitely gay. So, um, would you like to hear some other things that our Gina had pinned on our Pinterest profile, presumably about um, Matt Hancock? Go ahead. I'm not going to enjoy this, am I? So, one said... It's ironic how you feel most alive when your heart skips a few beats. Another one said, "I'd rather." Which also, what which was the last thing most COVID uh, patients felt as they died? 
another message. It said, I'd rather die of passion than boredom. How boring is her husband that Matt Hancock is passionate and not boring? No, it's fair. Matt Hancock isn't... When you say boring is what I describe him with. Strange, weird, off-putting. He's like um, a real-life Mark Corrigan. Is that because is that because people show right behind you on the screen? Is that why you came up with Mark, oh, Mark Corrigan? I didn't even, <laughs> even see that. But <laughs> then um, my television's on on the background. Then you know Netflix kind of flashes previous other shows. My television, my TV, and a uh, show popped up. I'll be preview for that, and it's like Mark Corrigan's in the background, and I, that was a coincidence. I didn't see him. That's uh, quite scary, actually. Actually, yeah. You know, here's here's another here's a few more things you said before I move on. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. You know, I think people will will not forget what you've done. <laughs> I think they'll remember. Yeah, I think that may be the only thing people remember about you, to be honest. What you're gonna be remembered for, if anything else. <laughs> Uh, um, she's she just quite obviously quite the romantic. Um, uh, wait, somehow. wait, wait a minute! They moved in together. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even I know that. I thought. Get onto that. So, I'll go back to it. Right? So, a pretty funny, scandalous um, fiasco. Also, there's two kind of also the. The families of both Gina and Matt Hancock. I'm not going to transfer last name from the credit card, Gina. Also, their families have been messed about and like are probably in turmoil because this that's not very funny. But the video is. <laughs> and Matt Hancock has left his wife, not the other way around. And uh they've moved in together. Obviously, they're away, also they're still in the honeymoon period. Um, hopefully there's no CCTV cameras where they're staying. And they can have a great time. Did you see the picture oh, of of her husband loading the bags in the car for her? No. I, I, I was thinking, if my wife cheated on me, I probably wouldn't be loading bags in the car for her. Keep out of there. Well, no, there's, I remember there was, there was this meme being like, it was it was two photos. One with like, a guy's clothes all just chucked out willy-nilly um, onto like the street below. And the other one, it was perfectly laid out. And it was the one being like the former, the guy actually has a chance because that was an emotional reaction. But the latter, he's fucked because that was a carefully considered thing that uh, happened. True, true. So I think that's this thing like he is certain that this is how it's going to be. He has decided yeah. this. I'm packing your bags. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's how it, that makes sense to me at least. The crazy story, Joe. Um, Just, you know, I mean, my hand it's, it's, stuff. it's one of the rare times where actually consequences happened, which is odd nowadays. Yeah, it's funny that Boris Johnson, who used public money to to pay his mistress and put her up in a in a nice flat, uh, whilst cheating on his partner, then then have to resign despite using yeah. public money for his affair. Mm-hmm. My Hancock just got like in that twenty four hour period. First of all, the the news came out. And then the picture came out 
And then the video came out after that. They were just absolutely pounding this guy twit like all the time. And then and there was news article today, news outlet saying we might get more pictures of this coming in. Like they were ready to absolutely bury him. And I yeah, guess they, I mean, they this, just resigned before it got worse. That's the thing. I mean, I said you said useless early on because he is literally useless. He doesn't have a use anymore. He didn't have use anymore after. So if I don't make Stomach Cummings leaked that the message Boris Johnson criticizing my Hancock. My Hancock was done, realistically, even without this stuff. So they had no they probably knew about this for ages. They probably had the photos of and the videos of this for ages. So they just waited until they needed them, and that's when they did. But Boris Johnson, on the other hand, is still useful to people in government, I would assume. Yeah. There was still a, a point to have him there. There's still a need for him there in some way, either to sell off stuff, to sell off the NHS or whatever the fuck, to be the leader of like the Tory party and all that stuff. Meanwhile, Matt Hancock is like, what do you need him there for? There's no point. Like, you know, this is the most like the thick of it story to come out of. Yeah. I've been in a while. I think it's happening to Nicola Murray. Yeah. Or ben Swain. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, yeah. If this is based, what probably happened in the background was basically the the see episode season four when Nick and Murray, Nick and Murray gets forced to resign as Labour as a leader of the Labour Party. That's probably mm. a closer approximation. Yep, that's um, and that was Matt Hancock. That's him. Bye bye. He'll we'll be back in five. He'll be he'll be back in five years. <laughs> With his wife Dina by his side. His new wife. Well, yeah, his old wife. It'd be awkward if his current wife is also called Gina. <laughs> yeah, that, was just, that was just his type. <laughs> his type is married women. <laughs> yeah. But not women ones that are married Gina. to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, literally nothing bad going to happen to him. He's, he, he'll get a job at a hedge fund or a bank or he'll be on the board of something. He's fine. Don't need to worry about little Matt. Yeah. So moving on from that, there's been other one kind of main story. I mean, it's not funny, but another main story that's that's took place, and that is that the SQA are gone. They fucking news for everyone. Yeah. It's, well, it's a bit late for us, obviously, because the SQA yeah. have already fucked over our lives. Well, you but never yeah, know, Joe. Been... They might send you back to school. For a... I, I probably do what need to go back to school, to be honest. Uh, I don't think I ever actually passed any maths class, so I probably do. <laughs> Which will not surprise anybody who knows me in real life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but just thank fuck yes, career gone. Hopefully, people, hopefully, kids growing up in the future won't have to deal with that much bullshit. But then again, it's Hollywood is still in charge of, of doing it, so it could be fucked over in an entirely different way. Uh, who knows yet? I mean, so much of the SKA is just absolute bullshit. The fact that, like, we can never appeal, ever. Yeah. Like, you could get it remarked, but your grade might go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's that, that's it. Like, there's no support for students, pretty much, like, for high school students. Your result's your result. You're fucked, basically. Mm-hmm. Like... The only time I know people who got a remarked was when the school thought it was too high. 
It's not a joke. Really? Somebody in the maths exam got the exam, had to get the exam remarked because this teacher thought it was too high. That's that's so unfair. Yeah, I mean it got they got back the same results, luckily, but like yeah, yeah the, the, the head of the head of maths in my school just didn't think that person was actually as good as their results said it was. So <laughs> yeah, so we're getting your paper remarked. Oh, why do you think I'm like one mark off the grade above? No, we don't think you deserve the grade you have, and we really hope it's gonna get taken down a bit. You piece of shit. Yeah, just the entire exam isn't posted just seemed a bit awful. I, even the teachers just seemed to hate it. Like the amount yeah. of times like my English, my English teacher was just like, look, I know this isn't how you interpret this this story, but that's how the SQA wants it. Just go with it, please. Yeah. Like they even then seemed like really frustrated by how I mean obviously like um English is my favorite top most of subject subject of school, so my I've never been able to tell that because you can't even fucking speak. Well, you want me on the podcast, Graham. So this, this, <laughs> this again, this is this is this is your fault. This entire thing is your fault. Yeah, the monster I've created. Yeah, uh, but that was more, more my frustration comes from that. It's just the SQ were trying to make a very subjective topic into an objective one because they clearly just didn't know how else to approach marking that subject. I mean, obviously for, I don't know, we're going to start something like maths or science, which is a lot more objective, obviously, but. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, two plus two, plus two equals, who knows? Two plus two that's equals what? Or you want me to be, baby. Yeah, that's just, it's your opinion, mate. <laughs> Reality is whatever yeah, you make um, of it. Let's go with hatred was exacerbated obviously last year when they basically decided your grades were decided by how rich or poor you are. Yeah, they basically gave, uh, gave kids in the good schools from good areas, good grades, kids from schools in the deprived areas, bad grades, pretty much. Yeah, yep. You're going to get an A here, but you also live in a council house, so we're just going to bump that to a C. Oh well. I mean, yeah, there's the logic is it just. It made no sense to anybody with a single ounce of common sense. So obviously that's the way it was going to go. I mean, the logic nowadays, just whatever is the stupidest, stupidest possible thing to happen, it's going to happen, was definitely true there. But it never made any sense. Yeah. Like, just just let them do the exams open book at home. It's only one year. It's only one year. What's what's going to happen? Okay. Oh, no, one, one year gets great to try and expect it. So fucking what? It's only one fucking year. Who gives a shit? You don't need to be like overly harsh to counteract that. Here off this episode, we're going back to a very old friend, uh, a fable publication, some, something that's in, in, in the pantheon of the the great newspapers. That's, of course, Five Today, where we get the fucking best news stories. And I've only got one, but there's a little bit of a Euros tinge to this one, Joe. Right, man. Fine for swearing and making anti-English remarks at neighbour. And this story came like a week after the Scotland-England game. So I'm guessing it took place round about that time. Yeah, you would. I would assume so. So what, like, the, the full time was when it was no one, no one just ran outside to scream yeah, to his neighbour or something. Yeah. It's very annoying yeah. that very annoying that Scotland doesn't the Scottish don't have a an insult. It's people the same way. It's like Scotland have English have calling us jocks and shit like that, which is like just how oh, you jock you paddies. 
you shape checkers. Yeah, yeah and then that's all we've got, man. All you have to do is call them call them the English or cunts. Satinets. If you want to be, I'm. You want to be a mum? I'm not. I'm not from the Highlands and Islands, so I would never really refer to anybody as a Sassanac. Which even like just hearing the word makes me cringe. Hearing the word makes me think of Outlander, and I've watched enough of that in a lifetime. I watched one episode. Yeah, I watched <laughs> um, Because okay. I was watching it in my bed and it ran on to the next episode that didn't turn it off. <laughs> How lazy were you that day where you were like, can you be fucked getting up and to the PS4 controller? What did we get? The PS4 controller was like on my lap or like next to me or something. It was just, I don't know. I, I, I amaze myself at the heights of laziness that I can reach every day. Um, it's really wonderful. And what else is really wonderful is the Euro spirit. They're loving your neighbour in that, unless they're English. So these days, these days, you say English. Someone else gets paid four hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. These days, you say you're English. Epithetic. Yeah, okay, this this is this is where we've reached the pure like middle class snobbery level. We're quoting Stuart Lee. <laughs> Like this yeah, is, we are this, this, we are just as bad as the people we make fun of, if not worse. Yeah, yeah. Remember, being self-aware makes things okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're self-aware, you're allowed to do any, any shitty thing you want. You can be a horrible person as long as you're self-aware. It's fine, yeah. It's worked with so many great people. Every comedian does it, so... Every comedian is like, especially nowadays, is very, very self-aware of how awful they are. They still keep being awful. So thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. So that's 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 what's kind of catching up to speed with what's been going on in terms of politics. We've pretty much talked about two stories. Well, we have, um, and we've we've caught you up a bit football. Next week we're back to back to normal, baby. We're talking about football, politics, and culture all in the one finely wrapped product. Yeah, we will finally talk about Anish Bostikoglu. Finally, yes, yes, we will. So thanks for listening, guys. Subscribe. Stay tuned in. And we'll see you later.